Hello, you're listening to episode 13 of the Greg Yeller Show. And you know what that means. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about James Bond. And uh, here to talk about our top 10 favorite James Bond films I have with me. That's right, you guessed it, Chris and Brendan, my brothers. Uh, guys, you want to say hi? Hey guys, it's me, Chris and Brendan. Banjor, everybody. Brendan, you are a jackass. Um, That's right. That's right. This is episode 13 of the regular show, Lucky Number 13. And we are recording. It's Easter Sunday. Sunday fun day. All right. And uh, I don't know. How's everybody's meal? Did you guys all eat ham? A lot of ham going on. I'm not a big ham guy. Uh, I don't know. I think it sucks. But... It is what it is. It would be great to have like a like an interactive part of the uh, podcast where you say, "Did y'all eat ham?" and then wait a couple seconds and say, "Nice, good." Yeah. Damn it! I forgot about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll fix it in post. No, we won't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know we've we've had a lot of stuff uh, go on in the last few weeks. Tiger King. Remember Tiger King? That's right. That's right. I wa- we watched it. I watched it in full, and the only comments I got is "That's right." <laughs> yeah, Chris, you saw Tiger King. I didn't fully watch the entire thing. What? Did not the entire thing of Tiger King? I missed like maybe the first episode, but I watched that, the rest of the April. It's like the best episode. <laughs> My least favorite is probably the episode where Carol fed her husband uh, to the tigers, and they literally just talked about that for an hour. I thought that was kind you of boring. Can't, like, you know, cats don't eat just everything. You gotta, like, cover them in, like, sardine, sardine oil. oil. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch a thing about a, you know, murder mystery thing. I want to look at cats. Well, that's, that's the true. best of both worlds. Everybody loves uh, true crime. Everybody loves uh, the video game true crime. That game is horrible. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. It's like Grand Theft Auto without the fun. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, we are edgy. We're edgy today. Mad us, true crime fans. But uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Tiger King when uh, we our special guest comes in. Um, let's see here. Well, it's, oh, I know what's fun. The Hub. Everybody been watching The Hub lately? Uh, yes, that uh, channel um, on the television with children's shows and whatnot. That what? is called Just The Hub. No. <laughs> with no other words attached to That's the That's not word what I was hub? talking about at all. Oh, oh, oh you're, you're talking about a... The hubris. <laughs> the hubcap. Oh, gosh, am I am I out of the loop as to what the hub is? Explain what the hub is. You know great. damn well what the hub is. The meme hub? Ah, no. Yes. The Hubble Space Telescope. Right. So, uh, you guys watch any good videos? If I watch any good videos, you know, I literally just forgot what it was. Oh, yeah! Okay. So, comment sections, that's what we all look for. That's what we all look for. On this uh, site that, uh, you know, ambiguous meaning here, we don't know what it's talking about. I just found a comment uh, on here that said, Nice boobies when they appeared I had the bone penis. And if that is not a haiku that speaks to me personally, I don't know what it, what it does. But Whoever yeah. wrote that comment deserves an Oscar for writing, because that is the greatest quote I've ever heard in my life. And to further the absolute art that can be found upon such sites, you know, I'm one of those weird people who will skip what people refer to as the quote-unquote important scenes and find the hidden gems in the plot. I found one where a woman goes into an office building and meets an executive and says, It's nice to meet you, Mr. Uh, and then looks down at a piece of paper to check the name and then says, Smith. (laughs) <laughs> you guys talk for a second. I have a crying child. Alrighty. Well, I'm right here, but no. Uh, yeah, you know, that's what they're known for. Acting. Uh, very good acting. That's what we love. That's right. That's so why we watch about, it. It's all about the dialogue. It's all about the script. You know, once once the shoes come off, eh, you, you skip all that nonsense. We, we, we're in here for the, for the movie. I guess Sylvester Stallone was in one of those one time. I think it was called Rocky. <laughs> Prob- 
Something like that. Never saw it. Um, Speaking of, you know, Pornhub, um, how about Grimace from McDonald's? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You guys are talking about porn all the time? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I... No, okay. Uh, Stop breaking the damn chair. Mike is picking it up. Every time. (laughs) I did that on purpose, guys. Um, Just kidding. Uh, Grimace. Grimace. Anybody meet Grimace before? You know, there's got to be, like, some amusement park where you can, like, meet him like you can meet Mickey Mouse. I don't know. I met this guy in a Grimace costume at McDonald's one time, and, uh... No, I didn't. Chris, what do, you, what do you think about Grimace from McDonald's? Uh, he reminds me of a purple bl- butt plug. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, that's probably what his function is. I, don't know. I really don't know what he is. I thought he was just a blob, but he's literally shaped like a butt plug. All right. Um, let's see. He what represents else we got. how enticing McDonald's food is. That can that can be interpreted however you want oh, to. No, you stick him in your butt so it doesn't give you diarrhea. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. Fun McDonald's topics. is. Uh, probably not gonna like to hear that. Yeah, they're pulling their sponsor. Yep. All right. Um, one more thing. We uh, saw WrestleMania last Sunday. Sunday, 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 and Saturday. Saturday. Brennan, what was your favorite match on WrestleMania? What was my favorite match? Ah, what what was it, WrestleMania? Okay. Uh, You know, there was a ladder match, people doing the the old flippy dudes jumping off a ladder and stuff, but, you know, I'd go ahead and maybe say my favorite one wasn't even a match. The Firefly Funhouse match, which was just an acid trip, and that's really all I can describe uh, it as. Uh, What about you, Greg? Uh, yeah, you know, everybody loves John Cena. He's, uh, fun. He's, he's that guy from the memes. We all know John Cena. Good hair. Yeah, he's got great hair. He looks like Ernest now. Yeah. And, uh, that was fun. I really enjoyed the Boneyard match. That was good. The Undertaker and AJ Styles. Uh, some good hard-hitting action. But like, good boneyard match when the Undertaker appeared. I had the bone penis. Okay. Yeah, the bone penis. <laughs> All right. Throw throw back to five minutes ago and said the bone penis. Yeah, anyway, it's, yeah. it's a good call back. <laughs> Listeners will be looking for that one. Fan um, service. Yeah, you know that was good shit. I mean, considering what they had to work with, uh, that was probably the best product they were going to put out. Um, it was nice to see Edge fight again after nine years of uh being retired yeah it's a nice comeback story speaking of comeback uh Pornhub all right Whoa. all so, right so come Bre- back come back Brennan speaking of the bone penis ah you, yes you really should start your own merch line it could be you know the regular pod you know show podcast or whatever t-shirts and one of them can be the bone penis. Screenshots taken in context. Yeah. Like, we know the context, <laughs> and these are amazing screenshots. I have a whole gallery of just words, guys. Not they a gallery be, of other stuff. No words. Be shirts, that's all. Yes. Yes, I should. <laughs> uh, I need more shirts that have swears on them. All my shirts just talk about me being a dad, and I'm not a dad. But I'm a dad, if, if you catch my drift. All right. All right. Um, what were we just talking about? The, the bone penis, uh, yeah. yeah. Bone penis, grimace, wrestling. This is just you know we're already on a great start. Yeah, I mean this episode has everything you know, um, but I think if we're all ready to uh, start our lists, ah uh, uh, yes, you know everybody. That's what everybody came in for. Uh, James Bond. That's my favorite uh, theme. Is the one where the guy screams James. But, you know, it's that's what we well, watch him for. Anytime I watch a James Bond film now, that's what I do anytime he comes on screen. It gets real fucking annoying, but uh, <laughs> God, it is funny. Right. Yes. So, um, I figured, you know, three honorable mentions uh, is good since they have 20, well, almost 25 films. No Time to Die uh, will be coming out later this year. Cannot wait to see it. It got pushed back um, due to the Unfortunate circumstances, uh, you know what we're talking about. And uh, we are really looking forward to seeing it when it comes out. Anyways, um, who wants to start? 
Brendan. All right, Brendan, you're first. Uh, Chris will go second. I'll go third. Uh, I'll start. Yeah, honorable mention. Let's call him a 13th favorite. I can count, right? Uh, yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, um, that's good. It was, you know, it was a good one. Uh, you know, I can really say I watched it very recently, so I should remember much of it. But I remember the bad guy. I was questioning at points whether the bad guy was really a bad guy. And, you know, you gotta have in your movies a bad guy that's making you wonder, huh, am I against James Bond now? Just kidding, no, no, no. But it, it was a good movie, I don't remember much other than that. You fucking psychopath. <laughs> yes. What? Or no, maybe it was just that he was charismatic. That, that's all uh, it was. Maybe not that I was questioning. Yeah, was he guy. had charisma. Chris, is Tomorrow Never Dies on your list? Tomorrow Never Dies is on my list. Right, cool, we'll talk about it more when uh, you talk about it. Okay. Uh, Brandon, what's your second honorable mention? Oh, all the honorable mentions all once. Uh, the yeah, world well, is not enough, because, you know, we gotta include all the Pierce Brosnans on there. Jesus Christ. Um, and I mostly, like, enjoy it because of the old, good old nostalgia, good old N64, the world oh, is not enough video that. game with all the locations and people and stuff. Got that same motherfucker in the background. <laughs> Alright, uh, sorry, what were you saying? Um, no, that's really it. That's really all I got. I my um, commentary on the ones that are not on my top ten are stale. Uh, so Goldfinger is my other honorable mention, uh, just because like I really do not remember most of the plot, but it's got all the lines. It's got all the lines. What was that line in it, Greg? Uh, my name is Pussy Galore. I must be, <laughs> I must dreaming. be dreaming. Rest in peace, Honor Blackman. She actually passed away last week, and uh, she was. In her 90s, uh, lived an incredible life and uh, really, really uh, set the bar for, you know, Bond girls after. Named Pussy. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got for honorable mentions. Uh, okay, cool. We'll talk about some of those things later. Uh, Chris, you want to go with your honorable mentions? Uh, so my first honorable mention <clears throat> is Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Um... It's the only Bond film by George Lazenby. Have you seen Becoming Bond on Hulu? I have not. Seen Watch it. It is really good. Uh, but it came out in 1969. It was the only one up to that point that was actually more based on the novels. Right, Greg? Uh, no, Dr. No from Russia Love. Actually, there were all But it was the much... only one that, that kind of stuck to the novel oh, 100%, right? I guess at the time... Um, they dabble. They borrow from things. You know, every every movie borrowed, even from other books. It's hard to tell. You know, the plot devices are all right. But I mean, it's the only one, obviously, with George Lazenby, uh, and he gets married in there. Uh, I'm not going to spoil everything, well, but it's we it, it will. Was... Can I just say, um, spoiler alert for anybody who wants to watch these films and has not seen them yet and is worried about spoilers, um, we are going to talk at length about the spoilers. Correct. So, um, I don't know. We'll we'll say spoiler alert every time we spoil something. Mm, and then you can shield works. your ass. But yeah, I just want to make sure that uh, people aren't getting upset because you know, we're going to talk about the plots at length. Um, for me, watching the movie uh, and seeing what happens at the end, uh, shows like the direction that they were going to take James Bond. So, you know, he's kind of, it's kind of a womanizer in every single movie, but I feel like the ending of that movie really played a huge part in that. So yeah, he doesn't really get attached to any women. Um, yeah. So that's my first honorable mention. It's decent. It's old as hell, but it's a really good movie. It's a great movie. Um, another honorable mention is Octopussy. Great um, name. Great name. Uh, the villain's name was Octopussy, correct? She was kind of an in-betweener, you know? She's like the Bond girl. <laughs> but she was bad. Kamal Khan, he's the no, bad guy. There we go, Kamal Khan. Louis um, Jordan. There's not an entirely large amount that I remember from it, but I remember that I did enjoy it. Um, there's two knife throwers, twins in there, Mishka and Grishka. That he goes up against. Um, yep. I, I Gobinda. It. Yep. The... I did enjoy it. Um, piecing together things that I remember from it, I, I did enjoy it. 
Um, that was a no. It was not Roger Moore. Who yes. was it? It was Roger Moore. Yeah. Sloan where he dresses up like a clown and defuses the bomb. That's right. Yeah. But that one was a good one. Um, Terrible theme song, by the way. Yes. That that song, All Time High. Fuck it, I hate it. <laughs> it was one of the ones that I could I can stand. There's some of them that I didn't care for, but yeah, it was good. Uh, um, it was cheesy as fuck. The my other honorable mention is actually a tie between the Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker, because uh, one uh, one is a continuation basically of the other, right? Essentially, Mo- I mean, Moonraker there's... is the continuation of the Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at uh, character, yeah, returning like characters, returning sure. characters, uh, the Spy Who Loved Me is the first movie that Jaws was featured in. Really, really tall son of a bitch with you know metal teeth. Hence his name, Jaws. I'm pretty sure he bit somebody's neck in one of the movies and ripped out their throat. Uh, he's pretty cool. Well, that's what you think. I mean, they don't really show stuff like that. No, not back then. But it's implied, yeah. Um, they go to Egypt in that one. It, it was a good movie, and I just remember it being younger and playing on those levels on GoldenEye on uh, the N64, playing as Jaws. Um, I enjoyed it. The the uh, in Moonraker they have like the lasers and shit. The playing Goldeneye on the game, it's, that was pretty cool. Uh, some of the space is CGI is horrible, absolutely horrible. But it's very noticeable. Yes. Yeah, both played by Roger Moore in those. Um, very good, very good. One was nineteen seventy seven, and then Moonraker was nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, seventy nine. Seventy nine. It's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, for your eyes only was supposed to be after uh, the spy who loved me, but because of the huge success of Star Wars, they pushed uh, Moonraker in the space agenda. So uh, to capitalize off it, I remember hearing that. Yeah, and it made good money. It made some damn good money at the box office. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, your honorable mentions, Greg. All right, Moonraker. Yes, uh, we just talked about Moonraker. Hugo Drax is the uh, main bad guy. Mm-hmm. He wants to... Uh, Brennan, did you have Moonraker? Nope. Okay, very good. I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, he basically wants to eradicate the population, start a new um, superior human race, as he would call it. Uh, the nerve gas, correct? Yeah, it was very Hitler-y. Uh, okay. He was a terrible person, but, uh, you know, bad guy. He's He's... Very compelling bad guy. So yes, I don't know. He uh, he's good. Jaws is in that one. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, Jaws turns good. He Damn turns it. good. I mention that because he realizes that Drax is going to leave him for dead because he's he doesn't fit the vision of uh, Drax's perfect society. And he uh, had a had a girlfriend that kind of melted his heart a little bit. Huh? Dolly, yeah, she was tiny. She got him to talk. Do you remember what he says in the film? Nope. Here's to us or something? Yeah. There Here's you to go. us. Yep. With the champagne. That's did right. They, did they die at the end of that? Hey, you know, no, because uh, it shows that they, like, are fine. Like, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't remember when I was putting my list together if they actually, when he said that, like, the space thing blew up or what. I didn't remember. Now, there's an additional scene where it shows them, like, running to an escape pod or something. Right, right. So they're they're good, yeah. Good. Uh, rest in peace, Richard Keel. He was great. He was in Happy Gilmore. Mr. Larson, the guy who got the nail shot in his head. Damn it, Frankenstein. That means, that means that we're not going to see an appearance from Jaws in any of the future James Bond movies. Damn. I mean, he was you know in his seventies when he passed away. Darn. Um, die another day. I know we'll talk about this one in a little bit, so I will keep my comments in, for later. Because I know that you guys have that on your lists. Mm-hmm. And uh, for your eyes only, those are my honorable mentions. Do you have that on your list, Brennan? Nope. Chris? For your eyes only? Yeah. No. So in For Your Eyes Only, uh, James Bond, he goes to... Uh, damn it. I can't remember. It's like Greece, I think. Yeah. Something like that, yes. And uh, it's the Olympics. They're training for the Olympics and... Uh, a lot of figure skating. There's a fantastic scene where he um, has a fight with three hockey players, and that's funny as fuck. 
if uh, you look it up, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but it's a James Bond hockey fight, and that's that's good slapstick comedy. Um, Pierce Brosnan's uh, wife, who passed away a long time ago, she's in that, and she gets hit by a like a four wheeler at some point, and that it like shows it in the movie, and it's it's pretty weird. But uh, huh. she was good in that. Um, you know, there's just, I don't know, it's a fun movie. It's good chases. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my honorable mention. Uh, check out those. And Brendan, number 10. What is your number 10? Number 10. My number 10 is Dr. No. Um, Explain. Uh, the Some person named Strangways. Strangways. Uh, yeah, get gets killed. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, by who? Uh, who doesn't who? he get killed by the three blind mice? Um. Yeah. What does that mean? Those I've watched all of these movies. Why are three dudes no that like are, are the blind? assassins? Yeah. Oh, oh, or do they just have sunglasses? That... Yeah. Sure. They just have sunglasses. Maybe that's it. I. <laughs> And they play the song, three blind mice, three blind mice. You know, it's fucking, yeah. it's weird. It's 1962, by the way. I mean, it's, you know, they made movies different back in the right. olden times. So is the place they go to, is it Jamaica? Is it that is a location? Jamaica. Okay. That so there's like a guy that goes and helps out James Bond through all the stuff and then... What's his name? Well, what is his name? Quarrel. Oh, Okay. Quarrel. Oh, and, and Felix Leiter, played by uh, Jack, Jack Lord from uh, the old Hawaii Five-O shows from the 70s. Wait, okay, so who's the guy who got uh, killed to death on fire by a robot? That's Quarrel. Okay, that is, okay, yeah, so there's part of like, like a that. guy just, he just dies by a robot, by fire, whatever the hell, I don't remember what it was. It was a dragon. Uh, oh, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a fleshy dragon. No, no. Uh, and then just, I don't know. It seems like like the guy just dies, and then is like, no, oh, oh well. And then they just carry on. There's no sadness expressed by anybody in the movie. And he was like, he was like the the best guy in the movie. Oh, Quarrel, yeah, he was the fucking so man. Sad. Uh, so I I like the good, um, you know, morbidly sad thing happens in James Bond, and then it gets brushed off. That's the that's my cup of tea. So, uh, yeah, Dr. No. Pretty movie. Pretty colors in this movie. Um, and you're number 10, Kurt. Well, well oh, wait, wait, wait. you don't want to talk more. about Dr. No? Like the character? Oh, gosh. Honey Rider, the babe, the woman walking out of the beach. Chris, do you have Dr. Seriously. No on your list? Huh? Do you have it on your list? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk I, about it when you talk about it. Okay. I really um, have only enough space in my mental queue to hold, like, six James Bond movies. <laughs> so, James like, so the good, the good commentary is coming up, guys. Just, just you know, get ready. Uh, number 10, Chris. So my number 10 is Dr. No. Oh, shit. Wow, ding, you guys ding, are copying. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but I did my list from home. Yeah. So, Dr. No. Uh, it makes the list because, obviously, it's the first... Fucking James Bond movie. Dr. No. He is a villain. Uh, I don't remember his name. His first name. Did they ever learn that? Julius. Julius No. Dr. Julius No. He is high up in the Spectre uh, ranking. Yes. That's the organization. You'll learn more about it in a while. Um, so he has like this robotic arm. Metal arm or whatever. Um... It's like a claw type thing. Yeah, it's like a claw. It could fucking break your neck real easy. Um, we have Honey Rider, who was played by Ursula Andress. Um, the iconic shot of her coming out of the water in that white bikini. and Yeah, whatever song she was singing. Uh, Underneath the mango tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah good shit. It's honey and me. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh it had a really nice sidekick, Quarrel. 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 Um I completely forgot about the dragon thing and that he died in there. I completely yeah, forgot. It, the I'll tell you the effects were phenomenal. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, if I remember correctly, the dragon was supposed to be this like uh 
What the hell is the word I'm looking for? It's a car that shoots flames. I, I know, <laughs> but it was like feared by the people on the island because yeah. they thought it was something that only comes out at nighttime. A uh, mystic, mythical fucking guardian of the beach or something. Right. But it turns out to be this gigantic metal fucking dragon that breathes fire. Um, the end fight isn't exactly amazing. But it's still pretty good between James Bond and Dr. No. Uh, he kind of just like punches him and throws him into the uh, Punches him, pushes him away from the fucking lever or whatever that he's trying to turn. And that happens a few times. Yeah, it's he's... not really the best put together. You don't see very many gadgets. Um, it, it's, it's a good movie. That's why I put it at my number 10. When uh, James Bond has issued his Walter PPK for the first time, what gun did he have before that? A Beretta. Yeah, it was a fucking Beretta. He had a Beretta. Yep. So, um... Did we see Q in that movie? We no, there is no Q. No Q, Q comes in third movie. Fifth. Second. Second? Okay. Major Bootswood, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my number ten. I really enjoyed it. It's the first James Bond movie. It's old, 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 old. It's good. Very good, very good. Yes. Very um good. All right, my number ten... Is You Only Live Twice. Oh. Great uh, theme by Nancy Sinatra. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sampled by Robbie Williams uh, for the song Millennium. Look it up if you haven't heard it. It's fantastic. Um, Brennan, do you have this one on your list? I do. Okay, Chris, do you have it on your list? Negative, Nancy. I don't want to talk about it too much. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it a little more when uh, you talk about it, but... You know, um, he goes to Japan. James Bond goes to Japan. Sean Connery, again. Um, this was the fifth Bond film. This was Sean Connery's last uh, before George Lazenby came. And then uh, he came back for one more. Two more, you know, but technically yeah, one more in the canon. And, uh, you know, it's so funny looking at Sean Connery... Um, portraying a Japanese man like it I think there's I don't know I don't think it's politically correct today but um holy crap if it's the least convincing portrayal of a Japanese (laughs) I've ever seen yeah you know but they do it to keep him uh inconspicuous I guess and I don't know just if you guys haven't seen this film it is insane it is bad shit insane uh, there's some really great car chase scenes, um, I think. Uh, yeah, there is. What's, uh, what's the one where a car jumps over a creek or something and they slide whistle sound That's happens? the man with the golden gun. I knew it. Okay, yeah, and that's, that's why it's higher up on my list. Oh, Ooh, see, spoiler. that's not on my list. But, yeah. but this, is, this is the first James Bond film where we actually learn the identity of the leader of the Spectre Agency. Yes, Ernst Stavro Blofeld, played by... I don't remember, but I know the name. Donald Pleasance, that's yep. right. Donald Pleasance. Dr. Samuel Loomis from Halloween. Brennan, do it. I shot him six times. I shot him six times. Good that's shit. It. That's him. That's him. I thought he was in the room. <laughs> Rest in peace, Donald Pleasance. Uh, Good movie. The Rock's uh, grandfather, High Chief Peter Maivia, is in this film. He uh, plays like a henchman for mm-hmm. Osato, Mr. Osato, uh, parodied in Austin Powers and Goldmember uh, by a character, Mr. Roboto. As you can tell, <laughs> about that. yeah, they were really, really uh, pulling for that one. Uh, you Only Live Twice, you know, a fantastic lair. The set design was great. Um, the volcano thingy was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The volcano layer. It was good shit. So, yeah, uh, Bond Girl's Kissy and uh, Helga Brandt, she was a bad guy. She was one of the henchmen. Yep. She gets fed to the piranhas. Good shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. The piranhas. The piranhas, you know, you, you gotta watch out for the fucking piranhas, man. So, that's my number 10. Uh, Brennan, number 9. Number nine, I have so little to say about this one because it's the first one that I ever watched in full. It's the first Daniel Craig one, Casino Royal. Casino Royal. 
Um, Shout I, out to Matt and Matt, James Bonney podcast. <laughs> I, uh, all I remember is it was a little edgier than the other ones were known to be preceding it. And, uh, you know, torture scene, fun stuff. Yeah, that was... And I'll talk about that later. And, you know, sweaty, all a good time. <laughs> um, yes. And that, goodness, I really have nothing else to say about it. But I enjoyed it enough to make okay. it number nine. We will know, talk about it. So there it is. We'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. Chris, number nine. So, my number nine is Goldfinger. Ah, yes. Goldfinger. So, Goldfinger is... The name is off of the villain who is Ulrich Goldfinger. Played uh, by Gert Frobe. <laughs> he is obsessed with gold. Uh, he has a plan to steal the gold from Fort Knox. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I don't remember the other part of it, but it has something to do with killing a bunch of people. Uh, he didn't want to steal the gold from Fort Knox. No, he wanted to irradiate That's the gold in Fort Knox yep. so that, uh, his gold, you know, became a million times more valuable. Yep. It um, sounds like a Power Rangers movie uh, to me. <laughs> yeah. Collecting well, gold to make a monster. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the Bond girl is Pussy Galore. Um, I must be dreaming. I must be dreaming. So then Goldfinger's little henchman's name is Odd Job. He's not little. He's like five foot ten. Yeah, he's fucking tiny. In the video game, he was a fucking midget. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, impossible to beat. Fucking anybody who played Odd Job was a cheater. I know I like to play Odd Job. So so yeah. he has this hat that he can throw, and it can kill people with one hit. Yeah. It's razor brim. It's got a razor brim. Sticks out of fucking metal walls. Um, and he's incredibly strong. But, um, yeah, if you used him on fucking GoldenEye, you were cheating some bitch. He he does this, like, noise thing. Now, he doesn't speak. Ah, ah. Ah, ah. Yeah, exactly. Ah, ah. And uh, that's, that's the best. That's probably the best quote from any henchman in the entire series. <laughs> yep. Um... That is the, it's the third film in the uh, Bond series, and it's the one where he actually starts using gadgets. No. Yeah. No, sure? he had that briefcase full of cool shit in the second one, in Honor Ma- or from Russia with Love. Really? Remember? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It had like I a gun remember. in the suitcase. and. Oh, that doesn't really count as <sighs> Come a gadget. Come on. Come on. Yeah, okay, maybe it does. But um, that's where he got his first car right tell me i'm at least right with that aston martin yeah that's the one where they actually had him in a vehicle correct well i mean yeah he had his sweet ass uh yeah like one from q that was what i mean i'm pretty sure um yeah austin austin martin um but yeah uh i think it the the grimmest Part of that movie was when he walked into the room and found Pusha Galore. No, it wasn't Pussy Galore? No. Who, what was her name? It was uh, Jill Masterson. Yes, that's what it was. Jill Masterson found her completely covered in gold and suffocated to death. That was a little edgy. And that was, yeah, that was, he uh, found her. She was one of Goldfinger's like spies and right. she would look through binoculars and watch him play cards and she would tell him, you know, people's hands. And then he kind of came in and seduced her. But do you remember the woman he was with right before that? No. Dink. (laughs) And now I don't condone this. Obviously this was a product of its time and, uh, you know, it's, it's not appropriate behavior anymore, but he's with the woman and he goes to visit, uh, Felix later. He's on the beach as well. And he's like, hello, Felix. This is Dink. And then... Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. He basically... He's like, go away, man talk. And he smacks her on the ass, and she walks away. And like I said, I don't condone that behavior, but it yeah, is... Uh, it's okay. It's interesting... Yeah, it's not okay, but it's interesting <laughs> to see um, that behavior in a film. Well, I mean, it was the freaking 60s. 50, 60s ago. 64. 64. And... 
Yeah, I'll talk about it a little more when when I talk about Goldfinger. Uh, yeah, I have it right in front of me, 64. I'm such an idiot. It's, it's all good. But yes, yeah, that's my number nine, Goldfinger. Uh, it it really, it, I think it elevated the uh, opportunities for the Bond movies. Uh, the first first two movies were, were pretty decent, but this one brought it up. Yeah, neither of them are on my list. I, What's I that? I love, you know, I love James Bond as a whole, but the first two films... Oh yeah, from Russia, love yeah. Doctor No. Yeah, no. they're 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 good. I mean, obviously Doctor No is my number ten, but I do not have From Russia with Love on my list. But it was still a good movie. Right. I had a hell of a time uh, doing commentary with Brennan on Doctor No when we watched that last year. Oh boy. Yeah, that was fun, right, Brennan? No, that was fun. Uh, every every five minutes. Strange ways. Strange, strange ways. Strange ways. Uh, or anytime he <laughs> entered a room, James Bond. Yeah. yeah. No, it gets better. Yeah, we gotta do that again. So. Yeah, that's my number nine. Uh, my number nine is the world is not enough. Uh, theme sung by Garbage. Uh, great song. Uh, really captures the feel of James Bond. Um, Nineteen ninety nine. Uh, the N64 version was superior to the PlayStation version. I don't believe there was a multiplayer on the PlayStation version. Of and, what? Uh, world is not enough. Yeah, there was. Uh, you could, um, uh, that's the only one that Dad would play. No, that's no. The, play, the N64. Yeah, oh, right. that's not what you were talking about. Oh, I just, I didn't know if the PlayStation version had a multiplayer. Oh, game. no, 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 I don't think but, so. Um, you know, people give Denise Richards a lot of shit. They say, oh, she doesn't act good and all this stuff um, in the movie, but I, I mean, liked her. I thought I mean, she was great. She's yeah, the person yeah. Starship Trooper? Yes. yes. Can't talk smack about anyone that movie. The greatest movie of all time, guys. Go and watch Starship Troop. No, you're already home. What am I talking about? All right, back to James. <laughs> all right. Uh, Christmas Jones, she's great. Sophie Marceau from Braveheart is uh, Electric King. Uh, spoiler. Electric King uh, was kidnapped. She was Sir Robert King's daughter. She gets uh, kidnapped for money or some shit. And, uh, she ends up getting Stockholm Syndrome, uh, and she... Ends up being uh, Renard. Uh, her and Renard are in cahoots. Renard played by Robert Carlyle. He was in the Full Monty. Bless uh, you. That mm -hmm. movie about stripping dudes or whatever. Dude strippers, I guess. Dude strippers, yes. yes. But uh, he's great. He feels no pain because he got shot in the head, but it didn't kill him. It just... Uh, Broke took, his nerve system, yeah. nervous system. Yeah, it just took away his ability to feel pain or anything, really. And, uh, you know, what's the point of living if you can't feel alive? That was a quote in there. Um, it was getting deep. Yeah, it's good shit. Uh, is it on your guys' list? What's that? The world's not enough. My oh, oh yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Oh, yeah, it's definitely on my list. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit more when you talk about it. Uh, Valentin Zukovsky comes back. Rod well, Coltrane, the guy who played Hagrid in the Harry this. Potter movies. He's fucking great. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. The world is not enough. Check it out. Uh, one of the greatest lines in cinematic history uh, at the end of the film. I thought Christmas only came once a year, he says. <laughs> and uh, I think we all know what that means. Um, and joining us right now, we have a special guest, April Askins, Chris's uh, lovely lady friend. April, you want to say hi to the lovely folks? everybody all the greg heads out there uh april <laughs> all right we're going to take a little break from our list uh just talk about tiger king for a minute april you want to talk about the tiger king um right. i'm going really to use the bathroom while you doing that. uh joe exotic uh carol baskin you know the whole gang yeah start her up in conversation um yeah. the you know, there's this guy named guy's named Joe Jeff John Jizz, like every basic J name you for say guys in the <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. Like that's that's they're gonna reveal that character later in the series. Yeah. Excellent writers. Do you have a show, favorite character in that show? I like the guy with no legs. Oh yes, the one with uh, no legs. He was great. Was he the one who's like he says at some point, he's like, yeah, you know, if shit goes down, I got a bullet with my name on it, and I got a bullet with Joe's name on it, and we were supposed to kill each other. Oh, I think so. I yeah. Think so. That's fucked up. 
But uh, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, it's a bummer. Expecting Joe Exotic to kill you. Best way to go out, and then you don't get to have because he's in jail. What about yeah. one of his hus- his husbands? Yeah, the guy who shot himself in the face. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. Travis, yeah. I like the other guy, though, John. He was good. Guy with three teeth. The other husband? Yeah. That ended up leaving him for a woman? Yeah, hey, you know, I don't know. I think he was just in it for the meth, but. We don't know. <laughs> you can tell by his name. I, he's cleaned up a lot, and I, I'm really happy about that. He seems to be doing good. Um, uh, throughout the series, he wore as many shirts as I am right now. Uh, that is none. Brennan, you look fucking weird, man. Yeah. Your pants are out past your belly button, almost to your boobs. Yeah, I, well, we call them pectorals, He's pal, got the hairiest uh, chest I've ever seen. Whoa, buddy, whoa. The audience is supposed to find that out in episode 16. Thank nope. you very much. I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I really liked Saf, the... Um, oh, the woman that lost uh, her arm. She's she's wow. a man now. He's a man now. Um, Sorry. It's okay. They misgendered them in the documentary. Uh, but I found, I thought that Saf was the most reasonable person in the entire documentary. Reasonable how? Just like, I don't know, they, they weren't crazy. Like, everybody else in the thing was crazy, I thought. Right, and when the most reasonable person in the documentary is the one that stuck their arm in a tiger cage and got it bitten off, you know you got an entertaining series. And then continued to work for the same place. Yeah. Good work ethic. Um, I really also like Doc Antle. I thought that dude was great. <laughs> he was entertaining as fuck. And, uh, you know, you see him in the Britney Spears dance, I'm a Slave for You, at the VMAs in 2001. That was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah. I don't know what the hell is Chris doing right now. What's Chris doing? He's being crispy. <laughs> he is. He's crispy. Crispy. Probably spending an hour in the bathroom. Oh yeah, pooping. Okay, yeah. Okay, now I remember he's pooping. Um, <laughs> do I? I mean, I would have been next in line for uh, doing the list of the James Bond. Uh, so you want me to do my number eight right now? Uh, you are number eight. Yeah, I am number eight. Um, my number eight is you Wait. only. Ooh. Oh, April, do you have a favorite James Bond movie? Uh, I can't say I've ever seen a, a James Bond movie. Holy shit balls! You are missing out. Well, lucky for you, we're gonna watch like ten of them tonight. No, just kidding. The days days aren't that long, because <laughs> they're all long. Um, but yeah, uh, you only live twice is my number eight. You know, uh, call back to Greg saying his that was somewhere on his list. Um, you only live twice. Uh, back to the part about uh, him trying to disguise himself um, to blend in with the Japanese folk. Uh, oh, and remember, he's like a foot taller than everybody else in the damn country. Who's that? Yeah. Oh, uh, James Bond? Sean Connery, yeah. yeah. Now, you only live twice. It yeah. reminds me, if anyone's ever seen uh, Team America World Police, where uh, trying to make the protagonist um, be disguised <laughs> as... A member of another culture and it is meant to be this drawn out complex thing like they're morphing his face and stuff but then it just turns out they like spray uh, tandem and put a fake beard on his face and that was it. That's pretty <laughs> much what I get from them changing James Bond in this movie. Um, sure. Yeah, I like his Japanese accent when he talks Japanese in there. Yeah, sure. He's got a very convincing Japanese accent. Uh, uh. What was that number? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you know, the Japanese greeting. How do you do? <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, and well, what else? What else happened? I mean, it's wacky. It was a wacky movie. Sumo wrestling. Um, yeah, there was an audience there during the movie. Yeah. He was a part of an audience. And what happened? Uh, was yeah, there the guns in the movie? Yes, there was a gun in the movie. The best part of the movie is that at the very beginning, when he just banged a chick, and then he goes and and, uh, he friggin' like his bed flies back into the wall, and then they (gasps) gun him down. Yes. Uh That is the best. They shot a bed. Right, and you all think, oh, James Bond's dead. Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, Uh, you know... (laughs) Death by getting shot through the bed. That's got to be... Yo, if that's if that's the way I have to go, that's the way I want to go. Joe Exotic getting shot by him is the best way. That's the second best way. Okay. Alrighty. Um, Any final thoughts on You Only Live Twice? 
funny, funny, funny. Um, that's it. That's what does Donald Pleasant say? What, what does he say? I shot him six times. Oh, I shot him six times. Oh, <laughs> not in that movie, but in the funnier movie. Go watch Halloween, Halloween folks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a Halloween ranking at some point. I don't know if Probably. I'm going to do that with but Top 10 funniest parts of Halloween 2. There it is. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Chris, number eight. So my number eight is the man with the golden gun. Whoa. Mr. Christopher mm. Lee. Scaramanga. Man with the Golden Gun. Is he a Brazilian assassin? I don't think he's a Brazilian. I just think he's. Scaramanga, Scaramanga. I don't don't know what his nationality is. Do the Fandanga. You know what the first line in the movie is? No. It's Nick Knack, Tabasco. Oh, yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. He yells it from a distance. It's Uh, delightful. uh, It's like the first 30 seconds of the film. Um, But yeah. It has Christopher Lee in it. He plays the bad guy. Uh, he uses a golden gun. Uh, Which, what did that do? It killed you with one hit. One shot kill. So, back in the day when we used to play the golden eye game on the N64, uh, one of the weapons you could use was the golden gun. And you'd find it, you know, dismembered on the ground somewhere. you find the different parts, right? And, and that was in the one level. Or... I don't know. I, I don't remember, but you'd have to find the parts or whatever, and you'd get one bullet. And if you hit, it doesn't matter where you hit the person, that person's dead. Um, cheating bastards. Yep. Um, but yeah, it follows Bond when he's relieved from duty after a golden bullet is discovered with his name etched in it. Yes. Um, Can't catch a break. Francisco Scaramanga was his name. Um, yeah, uh, they go to an island. What, what's his uh, little henchman's name? Nick-Nack? Nick-Nack. Nick-Nack. Yes. Hervé Villachez. Boss de plane. That's right. Boss de plane. Um, I enjoy, the, my favorite part of the movie is the end uh, duel between... James Bond and Scaramanga, where like they go in that fun house or whatever. It was it was a good movie. Once again, a very iconic um, enemy Bond villain. Yeah, he was probably the best part of the movie. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that one. I think it's a little long. By long, I mean boring. And that's the one with the slide whistle. It is it's very dragged out. Pretty weird. It's one of the few that held my attention the whole way through. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Ken. Ken liked it. I was shout just, out to Ken. I was looking forward to the battle, like the the long battle between Bond and Scaramanga at the end. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. It was a very very good. Um, the woman who plays Octopussies in that, and that's the one where they go to watch the. Um, a karate fight or something. Uh, maybe there's sumo in that one too. I can't remember, but they're sitting right. there. No, there was the karate. And she's sitting next to him, I think. Uh-huh. And then he looks over and she's dead. They killed her. And then he like runs and has to Who's kill the her. Bond girl in that one. Uh, Mary Goodnight, played by Britt Eklund, who was one of Rod Stewart's wives. Shocking. Um, so who did the uh, theme song? Uh, I remember Lulu. I liked it. He has a powerful weapon. Oh, is that the really bad one? <laughs> yeah, it's exact. That's another reason why I like it so the much. Man with the golden gun. <laughs> it was Goldfinger that I liked. Yeah. Goldfinger was a good one. Yes. Not Man of Golden Gun. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Alice Cooper has a really good... Um, Probably cover? Well, it's not a cover. He submitted it to the producers, and they went with Lulu's. But listen to his if you want. Right, I'll check it out. Brennan yeah. loves Alice Cooper. Brennan, tell me about Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Oh I don't love Alice Cooper. Shocking. Um, but every time I look at him, he looks exactly like Steve Carell. After he, one marijuana. One marijuana. That's what it'll do to you. It'll turn Steve Carell into Alice Cooper. And, and I have compiled a list of my least favorite songs ever, and I'm 18 is on there. Uh, come at me. Um, but, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all i got to say about Alice Alice Pooper. 
because I don't okay, like him. Okay, okay. All right. All right, he listens to this, Brendan Jesus. Ah, uh, uh, Al Scooper, friend of the show. Sorry, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Brendan is a dick. <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh, Man with the Golden Gun, number eight. Yeah. Uh, Greg. All right, my number eight is A View to a Kill. Yes, that's right. You all saw it coming. Uh, Christopher Walken. 1985. A View to a Kill, theme sung by Duran Duran. We talked about this uh, in an episode ago. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic film. I mean, it's not really the greatest film. Uh, some people would say it's one of the worst films. It's pretty well put together, I think. But I'll tell you, I fucking love it. He goes uh, to Paris. Yep. He goes to San Francisco. Yep, he does it all. He drives a car that keeps like losing. Uh, he apparently like by the end of it, I think it's only the front of the vehicle, and it's like half of the vehicle, and that's great. Uh, Grace Jones is in it. She plays Mayday. She's great. Tanya Roberts uh, plays Stacy Sutton, the Bond girl. Just the Bond girl. Yeah, uh, Donna's mom on that '70s show. She's good. Um, oh yeah, I'm like, huh? I was thinking, I was thinking Eric's mom. I'm even like, huh? Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Uh, so yeah, uh, Brendan, what's what's James Bond's uh, cover name in this? Um, St. John Smythe. St. John Smythe. And That's his name? It's no. the dumbest fucking name in the mm-hmm. world, but... Yeah! His name's uh, James St. John Smythe. Yeah. Is it supposed to be St. John Smythe? Or... I, I don't know. Apparently St. John is like a fucking shortened version of St. John. Don't ask me! Listen to Christopher Walken say it. That was fucking hilarious. St. John Smythe. Uh, hello? Hello, St. John Smythe. I, I race horses. Yeah, you know, I uh, I put the steroids in the horses, and they go fast. And I win the money. I win the uh, prize money. People are turning out right now. They're turning off the podcast. It's Probably. just turned into a Christopher Walken show. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I like it. I got a blimp, and uh, I bang Grace Jones. And uh, it's wonderful. You know, yeah, what makes weird. me stand out as a bad guy is I cheat to win horse races and I must be killed by James Bond. <laughs> so the guy owns a fucking blimp. I uh-huh. mean, what other Bond villain owns a blimp? I don't know any of them. Uh, there's one scene in particular in this film, and Brennan knows where I'm going with this. Oh, oh uh, for the record, spoiler, my number seven is a view to a kill, so we're just going to be talking about that anyway. Okay, very good. Yeah, we can, you know, uh, you can say your piece after. Uh, don't worry. And and so they set fire to this, like, hotel or some shit that James Bond is in. Yeah. And him and Stacy have to, like, go through an elevator shaft and escape. And at a certain point... They get to the um, they get to the crowd, you know. They get out of the building, and there's a cop there, and there's also a giant ass fire truck right behind the cop. Yep. Well, uh, what is what happens, Brendan? Tell them what happens. Well, James Bond is holding a hose, and the cop says, "You're under arrest." And then, without saying anything, James Bond sprays him with the hose, <laughs> and it's funny. But and picture this. Picture this, I'm sitting here, and right after the cop says, you're under arrest, I say, and you're under a wet, as he sprays the <laughs> cop with the fire hose. Got the biggest laugh of my life. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And we were from, like, screaming uncontrollably for about five minutes. But... <laughs> Suave James Bond, smooth operator, says the phrase, you're under a wet. As he sprays a man with a fire hose. I thought it was genius writing. It should be put in the film, abridged it. I don't care. Right. Put that shit in post. Um, Right? You're under a wet. I mean, and the same film as Sinjin Smythe. And by the way, Roger Moore was 58 or something like that, 57, 58 years old, making this film. He had to have a stuntman for his walking scenes. Yes. And he's banging like fucking 20 and 30 year olds in that. Yeah. He had his sexual chemistry with Grace Jones. If you guys have seen this film, watch it. Look out for it. 
Him and Grace Jones have the sexual chemistry of me and a tomato. I swear to God, it is fantastic. <laughs> she has uh, like a lot of pent up prison tension. Don't tell. Don't get me, don't get me excited, Greg. I'm a fan of tomatoes. No, I don't fuck tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Number seven. But yeah, uh, again, you know, late fifties. This man is in his. And uh, young women, oh, you're so good, Grandpa. That's all I can imagine when I'm watching this movie. And uh, again, stunt doubles for walking scenes. <laughs> it's pretty dangerous, I guess. I mean, I've never been in my 50s before, but I'll take his word for it when he uh, declined walking. <laughs> um, and it's a wacky, over-the-top movie. Uh, another reason, you know, I'm going ranking these on sheer entertainment factor. Do you remember uh, a couple of the women's names in the film? No. Alonso Vagina. Jenny Fletch. <laughs> and Pola Ivanova. And do you remember the scene where she's like, uh, my Tchaikovsky? What? Because yeah, he's I should like, have remembered that. She, he goes under the water in the hot tub and she's like, that tickles my Tchaikovsky. And. Was there classical music yes. playing at yes. that? Yes. Okay. But it's well, it's so good. It's I fucking remember that. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't even remember that. And that sounds like something that I would burst out laughing for all the wrong reasons at. Because it's right. stupid. Because her vagina is called Tchaikovsky. <laughs> exactly. Um, shit, what else do I have to say about A View to Achilles? Where's a, where's a jumpsuit or some, some at some point, or, or a tracksuit? Tracksuit, yeah. track Oh, it looks uh, fantastic. James uh, Bond, elderly old man James Bond in a tracksuit, punching bad guys and, like, winning for whatever reason. It's funny. Uh, that's really, uh, yeah, and that's it. Good, good theme. Good theme, though. Drain drain. Um, oh, 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 and at the very, very beginning, uh, opening with a, ah! oh, no, okay. All that, right. was, that was an explosion right there. Um, Jump scare for the Greg Eds. <laughs> I know you guys wanted that. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, the movie opens with a skiing scene. Snowboarding. No, oh, that's right. That's right. Snowboarding. James Even Bond cooler. invented snowboarding. Uh, and California Girls plays not the Beach Boys, not David Lee Roth, but another version that also sounds identical because every version of California Girl sounds identical. Um, and it's just this goofy scene of him, uh, I don't know, bamboozling people who are trying to get him while he's snowboarding. And that's really it. There's no real exposition. It's just that to that song. Uh, and that's that's all that it needs to be said. Yeah, uh, View to a Kill is a long-ass fucking movie, but watch it if you enjoy Christopher Walken and unintentional comedy. Chris. Uh, what number? Seven. Eight, seven. 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 So my number seven is Casino Royale. Casino Royale. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, talk about it. Um, so first one with Daniel Craig. Um, I don't entirely remember a lot about it, but I remember that Mags Mads Mickelson, yeah, yeah, Mads Mickelson is the villain. Um, the chief. Yep, the chief. Uh, the iconic torture scene. <laughs> that was, that was fucked up. It was pretty edgy for a James Bond film. Any man with balls watching knows how stressful it was to watch. Yep. Basically, he was sat naked on a chair that didn't have a bottom in it. And the chef took a rope that had a ball on it and would whip it and go up underneath the the chair and whack him right in the nutsack. And Mr. Bond would... uh, not tell. Take, take, take it like a man and beg for more, basically. I, I and know laugh. Some, some... Started to laugh. And then what happened? Uh, Immediately after that scene. I don't remember. Somebody, like, comes in, spoiler alert, shoots Le Chiff, yep. and then, like, he goes on the rest of it. But my favorite part of that scene is the person who, like, came in to rescue James Bond probably could have come in about five minutes earlier to prevent him getting whipped in the balls. Yeah, so I, mean, I feel like it all just happened for no reason. He's probably sterile now and can't have children. Yeah. 
after his eggs were just scrambled. But that isn't that say. fucking funny if, like, you think about it? Like, oh, now they're going to come in and save him. Spoiler <laughs> alert, they stopped torturing his balls before the movie ends, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Uh, it was a good It was a good movie, the first one with Daniel Craig. Um, Who sings the theme for that? I don't remember. It's Cornell. Uh, uh, Mr. Cornell. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, a lot of action scenes, a lot of fighting. Um, it was a remake of an earlier Bond film that was actually not really a Bond film. It was not canon to the rest, I guess. It was like a TV... Well, there's was, a couple versions of Casino Royale. Right, yeah. But it was good. I, I wish I remembered more about it. I just oh. remember that I really enjoyed it, and I didn't think that Daniel Craig was going to be good as James Bond, because uh, I'm, a, I'm a Pierce Brosnan fan. I'll talk about it a little more, don't worry. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Casino Royale. It's number seven. Uh, yeah. Um, can we take like an intermission for a few minutes? You want to? Okay, we're gonna pause recording, folks. Uh, don't get bamboozled.